Hello, thank you for downloading the How I Vegan podcast, episode 12. It's a bit of a different episode today. It's uh, just me and Wes. Uh, hopefully that's uh, good enough for you. We will be talking about some of the issues that have come up over previous episodes and also our preparations for Vegan Campout, which at the time of recording is just one week away. If you would like to get in touch, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. Just search for How I Vegan Podcast. And if you want to send us an email, just send it to howiveganpodcast at gmail.com. I've written a few bits down that I thought there's, there's a couple of bits I want to mention. And then we can on, talk about vegan camp out. Go so, for it. I uh, went to work. Went to work this weekend. Just got, and um, it was someone's birthday, which is the best thing about my weekends. Is when someone yeah. goes, particularly this guy who was. He, he's not new. He's been. He's just come onto our shift recently, and he, he didn't really know how things worked. He gave it to me, and he went. Um, so it's my birthday on Monday. I went, oh, happy birthday! And then I gathered where it was going. And I said, before you. Oh start, no. Before you start, I say to everybody, don't go out of your way to go to go to somewhere and try and get me a cake. He went, no, I've got yeah. it. I said, no, honestly, you don't have to. And he went, because it's like vegetarian, isn't it, or something. I went, it's vegan. He went, he went, is that the same as gluten free? I went, no. <laughs> oh God. I said, and this Come is on. this is what I said, honestly, pal. Honestly, don't Please don't, don't waste it. Do. Don't. Waste your time because if you waste your time, chances are you're going to waste your money. And he went, "Oh, okay." So the next day, I'm sat in the car before we went into the factory, and he go, he came over to me and he goes, "So I bought some cakes in, and I got, I got you something." And I went, "Go on, what did you get?" He went, "It's vegetarian," and I went, "No oh. vegan." He went, well, "What's the difference?" And I said, "I guarantee the stuff you've bought's got milk, milk and/or eggs in it." And he went, "You don't have them. You don't." You don't have milk and eggs, and I went no. And he went why? Ah, oh, he got all. Oh, here we go. He got everything. He got full <laughs> on. He got full on. Where's activism? I was like, and he was engaging. He was just like, oh right, really? Wow. Interested in, he won't change you, but he was sorry. Excuse my dog. Yeah, it was uh, blew my mind. So that was fun. Um, I didn't have any of his cakes because I couldn't. <laughs> <clears throat> it's really good that he was at least interested enough to ask you why. Yeah. And and, and then engaged and didn't just sit there and go, well, you Yeah. Idiot. And then he said, um, yeah, have you heard of that Beagle Farm? And I wasn't sure if he was on about that Elwood organic dog meat. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I hadn't really heard about the Beagle thing. Sorry, no disrespect to Beagles and other dogs. Um, I just, I just hadn't because I'm, you know, yeah, still a bit naive about things, and I said, "Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If you want to eat dog, go for it, but I, I wouldn't." He went, "No, no, it's something to do with animal tests." He went, "I think that's disgraceful what they're what they're doing. I think I think that needs to stop." And I went, "I just went. So how different does a dog have to be to a cow before that that you accept that they're both the same?" And he went, "What do you mean? <laughs> oh God. Uh... Well, you know, it's they're still an animal." You think that this is bad. You think that dog cruelty is bad, but cow cruelty isn't. He went, 
Yeah, but it's food, isn't it? I went, no, you no. missed you missed my point. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear that's mate. the uh that's the running theme that we've had throughout the yeah. all the episodes is the cognitive dissonance, isn't it? Yeah. Uh there was a great post on the Hopeful Herbivore Facebook page. Right. Uh, earlier today. That's uh, I've only been following it for a little while, but um, I really like what they post. Yes. And it was about someone who'd bought some eggs, and for some reason, I really don't know why, for some reason, had put them in an incubator that they had for like budgie. They they like bread budgies or something like that, and okay. and so they would put budgie eggs in there, but instead they put these eggs that they bought from the supermarket, Brilliant. and three of them hat and three of them hatched. No way. Yeah. Oh wow! So, imagine eating. Imagine I just cracking that into a bowl. I would never touch an egg again. That would just. That would just put me off. I mean, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of it, not the birds and the bees, but I, I, I don't know what the gestation period is for an egg to do that. But obviously, how long has it been on the shelf? How long has it been fertilised for to be sat on the shelf for to get to the point that it would incubate well enough? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely mind-boggling. And uh, from from the skim read that I did, there was no sort of acceptance from the person who bought the eggs that. This is the reality of yeah. the industry that this that this is the way that it works, and it was just like I can't believe I bought eggs that hatched, and you're like, how can you not put two and two together? Yeah, that detachment, isn't it? The detachment we get, you know, in my in my other job with Dad Matters UK, hashtag Dad Matters, you know, we talk about attachment and bonding and baby's brain development. You know, when we get into childhood, that development's still going as you're learning and you're, you know, you're, you're connecting those dots in your brain and your brain gets to the point of these animals are cute and then you go, but I'm eating animals and that's okay. So you get that link that goes, you've got a point, it crosses out or forks out and then that's, that's okay and that's okay and it just, it's dis- disconnected, it's just messed up. Absolutely. And one of the things that has been another running theme through our episodes has been the sort of frustration that mm-hmm. non, non-vegans, or as I discovered this week, they're called, uh, some people would refer to them as carnists. Yeah. Uh, something that the, the, the reluctance and refusal of carnists to accept what we do yeah the the frustration at the frustration that other people can't see that what they're doing is wrong yeah Um, and i've discovered that it's called vistopia which is a which is a term that's been coined by claire mann who is a psychologist from australia and she's defined vistopia uh, in a similar way to dystopia so Vistopia is, as she says, the existential crisis experienced by vegans who learn about speciesism 
and systematized animal cruelty and the trance-like collusion non-vegans have with practices that abuse animals and in turn the environment and people. That's something, so even like Shell in episode two said that one of the things she struggled with was people not being vegan still, even though they understand what's going on. Yeah. And we've had it from, you know, Chloe and Matt as well, all mentioned it. Yeah. And, and Trudy in the previous episode as well. And, and it's, it's such an issue that we have across the board that you just feel like, why can't, why can't you understand? Yeah. I, guess, I don't know what the answer is. I think, What's think the answer? I think it might be a bit of that old dog new tricks analogy. It's that thing of, because we've, we've been told that for so long, but like I said about that, that point in your brain that's forked off has gone so far to get that link back over. It's just, you know, how many people have we all spoken to that say, not in these episodes, but in, in normal life saying, I know it happens and I don't care. Well, yes. I, yeah. And I used to say exactly the same thing, but when it's, it's a moment where you just suddenly go, oh no. You get that light bulb. Yeah. You get that light bulb above your head. And it's not just like when you were talking with your uh, colleague at work yeah. about it. It's it's everything because it's the way the government operates. It's the yeah. way that the health the the health service operates. Yeah. It's schools. It's restaurants. It's everywhere you look. It's yeah. just the assumption that this is the way that we do stuff. Yeah. And yeah, in, in some areas it is, it is changing very gradually, but not, not fast enough. No. And I was, I was having a conversation with, with some people a couple of, well, about three weeks ago, and they, I think I mentioned it before, they were, they were really engaging. And they, they, one of the, the lady there, was, she, she, she did that thing she said where she, she wished she could do it, she just didn't know how to. And she wanted to know a bit more. And I was like, That's, I'll, I'll quite happily talk to you about it. If you, you know, I'm not going to force you into anything. But if you, if you want, if you're willing to listen and you want to know, I'll, I'll tell you what I know. You know, I'm, I'm not, I don't know everything. I'm not Mr. Carbstrong or Mr. Ed. You know, I'm, not, I'm none of those people. <laughs> but I can, I can tell you what I know and what, what difference it made to me and stuff. So I was, I was telling her and I got, I told her all the basics of, you know, what we've spoken many times about here, but nearly towards the end of it, I said to her that it's, it goes down to that government level where because we know that, I mean, you can Google, if you've got a heart disease, it says eat less meat and eat more yeah. fruit and veg. It actually says it in that thing. So if you, if you are poorly, you you go to the doctor, they give you a, a drug, a medicine, a treatment. That treatment gives you a symptom, and then they give you another medicine to treat that symptom, and that snowballs over time, over years. You know, they give you one thing, then they give you another to treat the next thing, and so on and so forth. And I said, all it's doing, if, if, if you get poorly because of the way you consume food, you're feeding into the pharmaceutical industry and paying that industry. So it's in their interest to make sure you keep eating meat and dairy. And she, um, her face just dropped and she went, oh God, yeah, that's really bad. And I went, exactly. Yeah. But unless you have that full conversation with someone that is going to engage with you, 
that is going to take on board what you're saying and listen with an open mind instead of going, but bacon, but I like, <laughs> a, I like cheese yeah. and all this, all this nonsense, you ain't going to get anywhere. But when you do get the one person that goes, why? What, 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 what are the benefits? What are the reasons? Why, why, you know, why do all these things happen? And you explain it to them with as much knowledge that you have then that, that's when the seed gets sown, I think. Yes. But what do yes, I Yes, you're right. People, you, you need the time, the time and the, the sort of openness on the, on the part of the other person to, to be able to really get into it. It's not something you can have in a sort of two-minute conversation, is it? Yeah. So I was looking into Vistopia earlier on, and I thought, I'm going to type it in on Spotify and see if it's come up in another podcast. Okay. Know, has anybody else talked about it? And then I can have a listen and find out some more. And first of all, it didn't come up in any previous podcasts, but there is a band in Sweden called Vistopia. Brilliant. And I am just going to have to bear with me. They um, have two songs on Spotify. The first song. So they have two songs on Spotify. The first one is called Bereaved and Bereft, uh, which is good. But my favorite one, and I think you're going to like this title, is Protein Deficiency Blues. <laughs> which I love that. That's amazing. So just to read their uh, biography on Spotify, it says they're formed in August 2021 and are a music and charity project from Uppsala, Sweden, with the aim to release music in a mixture of genres to spread awareness about animal rights and veganism. All profits from playing or buying the music will go to animal rights organisations in order to help animals in need and to forward the importance of the plant-based treaty. Brilliant. And so they've got uh, two more singles coming out over the course of this year. They're on the uh, PETA Alternative Rock Songs You'll Love playlist. So that's Brilliant. That's good. Uh, I followed them on Instagram and they followed me back. So um, nice. we might uh, and push that uh, connection. Why and not? on top of that, our podcast is hosted by Anchor, which is owned by Spotify. And there's a function within it where you can add music to the podcast. So okay. my task over the weekend is going to be uh, working out how to add music to the podcast. So if you're listening to this on Spotify, hopefully the next thing you hear will be a bit of Vistopia. And if I you're not listening it. on Spotify, then it won't. And I saw a thing that, that so that be that beagle thing, beagle um, camp, camp beagle, camp beagle. That's right. Yeah. Um, I saw I saw a live post by them the other day, and you know what? Obviously, what's going on there? Disgraceful. Um, and mm -hmm. we, wanted, we wanted to stop. Um, however, I saw one of the guys doing one of his one of his speeches the other day, and he slagged vegan camp out off. He said all these all these people going to vegan camp out next week. They're going to that to listen to some live music and some activism. But we're the people that are here right now trying to get this stopped. I get his point. However, yep. I volunteer and for a mental health organization and I run a mental health group as well. And one of the things we say is it doesn't matter how many of these mental health groups are, there's never enough. You can have as many, you know, you can have as many mental health groups out there as you want, 
as long as people are going to them and getting support. So whether you're sat, stood outside Camp Beagle, or you're going to vegan camp out, or you're organising one of them events, go go for it. I say just yeah. keep, keep doing it. You can't say you can't slag this thing off because you're doing this thing. What he should, I think, what he should have said was, the guys are going to vegan camp out next week. Hope they do a good job. We're here now as well. Make everything well, also. But I'm looking at the timetable for camp out now. There are sessions on activism. Yeah. So someone who's never done activism before and who thinks, who maybe thinks, I could never do that. That's not for me. They might go to one of these sessions and think, oh, actually, do you know what? Yeah, I, I'm going to give it a go. So without that, where would they get the, yeah. where, where would they find within themselves the sort of motivation and ability to do it? And yeah. not only that, that Sunday at 6.45, there's a talk by Camp Beagle. <laughs> there you go. So, it's, yeah. So why are they there if they don't want people to go to camp out? Yeah. doesn't make sense. I don't get that really. I think that's quite perhaps a negative view of it. And I get it. I get that maybe you'd be frustrated that you're there day in, day out um, doing the protesting outside that horrendous place. But you need both yeah you need both because there's people there now you need people to come in and take the load off you and and, and people aren't going to get the skills to take that load off without no. going and learning about it first you wouldn't Absolutely. you know a, a, a doctor who's worked off worked off their ass in a surgery isn't going to moan about junior doctors coming through because they're not in the surgery right now chopping people up no. i'm going to say you need to learn what to do come in and take the load off me yeah that's it Gotta have a bit of patience yeah um i had, an, I had a conversation with one of my work colleagues today he has an electric car i know this isn't vet, yeah. technically vegan but it is environmental i thought it's quite good yeah so he's got an electric car and he was telling me about how absolutely incredible it was and i was like i literally can't wait to get one i'm so excited to get one um <laughs> And somebody had said to me, and I've heard this quite a few times, about the environmental impact of electric cars being um, worse than a fuel car. That there's this um, argument, there's this argument that, uh, the, 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 cost, the, the environmental impact or the carbon footprint, shall we say, of making a, uh, a petrol car and the running of a petrol car is better for the environment overall than the Manufacturing, manufacturing of an electric car and the running of an electric car. And I wondered whether, and I'm, I'm putting this to you because I don't know the answer, is that one of those things, one of those arguments that people have put out there to go, you know, by the, by the, the, the fuel car manufacturers saying, no, you must continue to buy our car. Or is there any, is there any um, justification behind that argument? Okay, so um, I changed my car recently and I did briefly look at electric cars until I looked across at the cost. And the difference is that, yeah, on the day that you drive it off the forecourt, brand new, yeah. petrol car, up until that point, the petrol car has been better for the environment, has done less damage to the environment yes. than an electric car. But within two years, the electric car has overtaken the petri petrol car. Right. And... And depending on the energy 
uh, your energy source, your electricity source at home, especially if you charge at home and you have a renewable electricity tariff, for example, then it's better again. Right. So immediately, yes, they're not as good because of the the chemical, uh, the minerals that they have to put in the batteries. Yeah. Um, but over a, the life of the car, it's much better. Yeah. For it, um, it, so he so he was telling me that the last in the last month uh, he's driven 156 miles and it's cost him seven p no seven pound nice nice and yeah. um, and also he um, he can claim fuel back at work wow yeah but how much did the car cost this is the issue for me the uh, the running of it is fine the yeah. initial outlay is prohibitive yeah yeah for most people i'm seeing i'm hoping i'm hoping i mean there was there was a government subsidy for electric cars okay but, but now it's been stopped right might come back you never know no that's it and i think there will have to be something because by 2030 they don't want any petrol cars sold exactly petrol cars sold. and that's only seven and a half years away that's not that yeah. far and <laughs> Most people cannot afford electric cars at the minute, so they something needs to happen. And also, the infrastructure for charging electric cars mm. needs to be massively improved. Because, you know, when I'm on my way to work in London, if I walk from the station to my office, I'll see loads of electric charging points. Yeah. But once you're out of London and the southeast, or out of the cities. Yeah, there's they're very few and far between at the moment. I think I think so that, as, as it starts growing, that that will start happening more. It will just keep it will expand. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I'm not sure, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> I'm going to go with the phrase anyway. I'm sure that even our society is in that true that, that we can't work that out. Oh, that's quite a big big statement. I know. I'm just <laughs> living in hope, Matthew. I'm living in hope. That's all. That's a good idea. It's the best way to be. Yeah. Where are, where are we without hope? Yes. If there is hope, it lies in the <clears> electric cars. Um, did you? I heard a statement from Chris Packham. Um, I, don't oh, yeah. know, I don't know how recently it was, but he was saying that when you have, when you're trying to get a massive change in something, let's go. I mean, I think he was also talking about veganism. I'm sure he was. You you need to get to the 25% mark. When you hit 25%, it then topples whatever mm. the change is in, in, in society or anything like that. Once you hit 25%, it then just snowballs and gets really big. Oh, the problem okay. we have, we don't know how what percentage we're at. But no. We kind of will never know. Because... No, unless... Uh... It's part of the next census or something like that in 2031. Yeah. yeah. Um, they say, are you are you vegan? Uh, that's probably the only option. Yeah. Because not I'm, everyone I'm signs up only, everywhere, do they? I'm guessing the only thing that you can see is what's in the shop. Do you see yeah, 20, yeah. 25% of the stuff in the shops is vegan? Does that include fruit and veg? Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's probably I, not. I remember when I first first changed, and 
there was a Facebook group. I'm, I'm, I'm still on it. I don't look at it. Called One Billion Vegans, or something. Yes, I remember that. And I was yeah. like, I think I put a post in there because I was at that point of despair, where I was like, I've realised what's happening. I've realised what I've done, and you know, what do we need to do? How far do we need to go? And I put a post in saying, you know, what's what? Obviously, the goal is no more cruelty to animals, but what's the actual goal so that we know we're safe? You know what I mean? So we know that we've done the, done our job. Yeah. Um, and no one gave me a straight answer because I guess there isn't. <laughs> um, well, everyone's got a different idea, haven't they? Everyone's got if, different. if the answer is this 25% thing, then it's something, it's a label I can hold on to and go and look at it, look at it in my own way and just think, mm. is there 25% of my friends that are vegan? <laughs> it's there, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I think probably over the last couple of years, I'd say probably yes, but that's just because I haven't really got any friends. So, and and <laughs> most of the people I'd say are friends now. But a lot of, but a lot of the people I would say are friends, proper friends, not just people I'm I know on Facebook. Yeah, I'd say probably yes, but I think that probably says more about me than anybody else. <laughs> Definitely not people at work or mm. you know we've got a sort of internal almost an internal social media platform at work that started up over the past couple of weeks and i set up a veggies and vegans page on there Brilliant. we've got about 20 members on it already oh, wicked. which which out of <clears throat> an organization of five thousand people i don't think is too bad but i think that's all right and there's a percentage of people there that won't know it's there. No, there is that as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of them are coming to camp out. So that'd be good. Yeah. Something yeah, to yeah. discuss afterwards. I was saying to Michelle, I can't believe it's I can't believe it's camp out next week. And can't yeah. I'm gonna actually see you again for the you know for the first time in however many yeah. months it's been. What was it? Easter we I saw you, wasn't it? I think it was Easter, yeah. Easter in real life. Yeah, and then you just sit down. I'm thinking, oh yeah, and all the people that we've interviewed, I can see them for real. <laughs> yes, yes, very exciting. Yeah, very it is. exciting. Hi, how are you? I'm good. We have got seven days to vegan campout, which is very exciting. It is because. We booked it. It feels like forever ago, and now it's next week. It is. And there I was thinking I was only going to be going with yourself and my family, and your family, yeah. your wife. And now I'm going with my family, you and 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 other people that I now know, which is exciting. New friends. New friends. Friend. Oh, vegan friend, vegan friend. <laughs> so yeah, that's good. It's going to be exciting, man. It really is. It really is. And uh, have you studied the uh, timetable to decide who you're going to see and when you're going to see them? You say studied. <laughs> Glance really, at. I haven't really studied it. What I have okay. done though is there are some people that I want to see. Okay. And. and that's fine. And then if I 
I'm not seeing anybody. I'm just going to go to the music tent or go and eat food. Good shout. So, who are you interested in seeing then? Let's start with Saturday. What are you? What's your, what's well, your main? Having not been at all prepared for this, I can't find the list. <laughs> the, um, okay. Well, while so you're looking for that, I'm going to start. Yes. Saturday morning. This might be massively ambitious. Six a.m. Oh. Mindful mindfulness meditation with Jess. And the reason for that will be that I will be up early because it's the oh, is this the first one of the furthest we've got into an episode before a shout out for vegan runners? But it's, it's the <laughs> vegan runners, vegan runners are having a meetup at Rugby Park Run on the Saturday morning. Right. And there there is a coach going from camp out to rugby. Nice. Full of full of vegan runners, and there'll be others who aren't at camp out who go as well. Fair enough. And uh, we should be quite uh, quite a decent turnout there for that. So I'll be up for that. So I figure if I'm up, I might as well go and do something else as well. I'll do some mindfulness meditation. I'll do my pre-run yoga with Adrian. I might do that in my tent. No one laughs at me. <laughs> Unfortunately, I will miss uh, nine forty-five to ten forty-five. Uh, Louise Wright dance vibes with LW Dance. And, um, Louise is going to be our guest on. Uh, is, is that the is that who in our next out? episode? She, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to put that. Please, I haven't met you, but you let us down, so we're going to do this all on our own. <laughs> so, so uh, she's going to come on our post uh, camp out episode, okay? So that we can uh, digest everything that we've well eaten. And also the uh, things that we've seen and yeah. uh, and what we've done. We can have a uh, sort of a debrief yeah, um, straight after the camp out. So that's that's very exciting. So check those out. And I've just seen as well, Saturday afternoon, Green Gazelles Rugby are doing a talk and game session ah. between between two and four. And they're a vegan rugby club. Right, OK. Fair so maybe, uh, maybe a bit of that. Yeah, might do that. On, on, see, when I've been to fest, like music festivals before, I've been very, very sort of, what's the word? <clears throat> drunk? I was very drunk. Uh, not anymore. Uh, very, no. um, I've got to see this band, I've got to see this band, and Shell hated it. Right. Like, just, just chill out. I was too, you were too organised. Yeah. Too, uh, sort of got to do this, got to do that, got to yeah. do that. And okay. this time I'm li- with this, I'm just like, do you know what, I don't, I don't. I care, obviously, but yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I'm just like, if, I, if I'm, there's, like I said, there's, there's key things I want to see, like, let's do it now. So, um, Ivana Lynch, uh, okay. and there we go, Ivana Lynch, um, Simon Amstel. Didn't used to be yes. a captain, but I will, I'll, I'll, I'm quite looking forward to that. Preacher Lawson, yeah. who's absolutely hilarious, and yeah. I probably wouldn't mind seeing Heather Mills, but I'm not that fussed. Um, that's on the, Saturday, so I'm not that you know, chill. The, the most interesting, the most um, I'd want to hear from Heather Mills was about when she was married to Paul McCartney. I don't think she's going to talk about that, is she? Probably not. No, no, <laughs> so no. um, yeah, I might might skip that one. There's uh, plenty of music going on, yeah, yeah, which is exciting. So, just quickly, Sunday, Earthling Ed, <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. Uh, uh, uh. Last, last on the bill, and then he does. Then he's doing a, a DJ set. So yes. that's, that's it for me, really. Apart from that, I'm just going to have a mooch around. 
I'm going to chat with some people, meet some, yes. new, meet some new friends, and eat food. Eat, eat food, food, including eat food. our including our best friends herbivorous. Yes. So we're going to be there. So we're going to check that out. And they, they, um, best friends, they don't know that they're our best friends yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was recommended this week by one of our super fans that one of the must visits is Vossage, which I, th I hope I'm saying right. It's basically vegan sausage. But the hot dogs that they do, certainly that are on their uh, Instagram, look just unbelievable i mean there's so much topping you can barely see the sausage but um i'm i'm definitely going to pay them a visit yeah i might be paying quite a few places a visit to be fair um yeah. i'm going to be a big fat knacker at the end of it so <laughs> and i don't care i don't drink no well i don't drink so instead of drinking i just pour my money into food so happy day yeah. that's fair there was a there was that's a metal because i'm a bit of a metalhead um there yeah. was a there was a metal band that posted in one of the Facebook groups, but I can't see. I think it's NX Mad. Okay. Two o'clock. I don't know if that's the way you pronounce it or not, but um, I, I started. Oh, we've turned into old people who don't know how to pronounce bands. I oh, know, it's terrible, isn't it? Well, yeah. we're, we're white middle-aged men, so what do people expect? Well, that's true, yes. Yes, very true. And and talking of white middle-aged men, um, I get a lot of stick for this, um, predominantly from my wife. But <laughs> one of the genres that I've recently got into is country music. And yes, exactly. Now, there's no vegan country artists on at Camp Out. And I only know of one plant-based country artist, which is Lindsay L. Uh, shout out to Lindsay L. But I don't think um, she'll be uh, performing it. Um, I think she's maybe a bit too big of a star. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I like uh, to, let's put it that way. Vegan Camp Out put a post out saying, what bands would you like to see? <laughs> oh, right, yeah. A lot. Well, um, okay, let's so have a look. Bring Me The Horizon, Billy Eilish, Gajira, <laughs> Enter Shikari. I'm like, how yeah. big, how many of you think How big are we going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we going, yeah. Yeah, let's get the Billy Eilish, the biggest, the biggest star in the world today, or... Um, uh, based on a the one of the songs she did at Glastonbury, um, Olivia Rodrigo. Did right. you see the um, duet she did with Lily Allen? It was no, I only watched the iPlayer version that hadn't got that on it. Oh really? Okay, it's on YouTube, so search okay. it out. It's called it's the Lily Allen song "Fu." Oh yeah. Um, but it was uh, it was it was very good. Enjoyed that. Ah. Um, but I don't, I, other than that, I don't think there's any connection to veganism in there at all. Right, okay. Uh, you're going to slate me for this, but I don't really know who Ivana Lynch is, having <clears throat> never watched any of the Harry Potter films. So, right. uh, but I will, I will check her out. She's popular, apparently. She's what? She's in Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So definitely Simon Amstel, Preacher Lordson, and who was the other one? Lucy Watson, because we've got her recipe book. God, I thought you were going to say, we've got her in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, yeah. She's wow, our guest how guest big guest are we actually one. getting? <laughs> <laughs> not that big. No, absolutely not that big. No. I might just uh, surreptitiously record it while we're there <laughs> and then pretend it's an interview, an exclusive interview with her. 
Yeah. Um, no, I, I won't it, do that just in we, case. He puts an answer in, we just keep putting questions to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Earthling Ed, obviously, Lucy Watson. It's um, it's a, it's a cracking lineup, and um, like you're saying, I'm gonna have to try and not get too fixed on having to see certain people and just sort of go with the flow. I think. Yeah, definitely. Because it's because it's our first one. <clears throat> I want to kind of experience it, but without it being too too pressured. Yeah, and there's a lake, so you and might a lake. you might go and do your um, early morning meditation. I will be jumping in that lake. Um, <laughs> well, one of the conversations I had, uh, well, email conversation with uh, one of my work colleagues who's going, was either to take a, a paddling pool because apparently we're going to be in the middle of a heat wave while we're there, or just or just jump in the lake. Yeah, I'm not sure if we're allowed to swim in the lake or not. Yeah, you are. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, they, really? They put that out there. Yeah, there's there's a lake right in the, according to the map. The lake's right in the middle of the site, and we're yes. allowed to go in it. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so a bit of cold water swimming in the morning. Can't wait. Ooh, and a bit of skinny dipping when we're all hammered at night. Yeah, yeah. No, well, everyone nice. tip is, isn't they? Everyone tip is. So let's go with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm now. I'm now. I think I haven't worked it out actually. I'm going with seven weeks into cold showers, and I am two That's weeks cold showers. Yeah, I am now. So I was doing, I was doing, I started off with your five seconds. Um, that's, you start as, low, as much as you can take. It's always as much as you can take, which is generally about five to 10 seconds. But then over a couple, over two weeks or so, I got it up to being able to stay in there for a prolonged period. And I now, I'm up to two weeks of, I get in the shower, like I would normally get in for about 10 seconds, then I flip the hot water off and I have the rest of my shower in the cold water. I am all wow. It's incredible and it's such a buzz and I don't even, doesn't bother me. It actually bothers me before I start. Oh, okay. The thought like, of it worse than thinking, the doing of it. I lay in bed thinking, oh, I need to get out and have a shower, but I know it's going to hurt. I know it's going to hurt. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then I get, I'm getting in, when I eventually get there, I'm, get in the shower and I'm like gotta do this and then I get in there and I look at the hot tap and I'm like this is gonna hurt and I just <laughs> flip it off and it's fine you just let it run over and within about two seconds it's done and fine wow so this is your uh Vim Hof thing is it so you do the breathing yeah. with it as well or yeah okay um I've done the breathing I've, doing the breathing is really good um, but I don't regularly do it, which is annoying, and I really want to. I really want to get onto that properly. But, but it's it's about controlling your breathing. So if you know how to do the method, controlling your breathing within the cold water is is a lot easier. Um, I am yet to do a full cold water immersion, which is what I'm hoping the lake will be. But if we're in a heat wave, it, heat wave, it will probably be a bit more warm. But you never know. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> interesting. Be interesting. I'm looking I don't forward really to it. feel any massive benefit generally. I feel a bit more. I suppose I do really, but it's that first thing in the morning. It just wakes you up. Just gives you a boost. Yeah, of course. And and with the cost of electricity and gas at the moment, it's uh, an added bonus. Yes, as well. Yeah. 100%. Wow. Yeah. 
I want to okay. try and do um, it, I don't even put the hot on. I just, just turn the cold water tap on and go in, but that's a bit scary. <laughs> so I feel like that would be tough, but in the winter, it wouldn't be as tough, would it? Is it already cold? I don't know. It was in the winter that I stopped. When I tried it before, it was the winter that got me because I was like, I'm so cold all the time just from being, it being winter that I just want to put that bit of warmth. Yeah. But no, that's true. That being said, there is a, there's the theory that you get more used to the cold. Yes. So um, just being cold generally is such a bad thing. So I'm hoping that that will work. Okay. okay. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Going to check that out. Um, I, I, do, I admire you. Uh, I admire you massively for for doing that because that's oh, something I. Uh, there's not many things that I like more than a warm shower. <laughs> so, yeah, and I agree with you. I never thought, you know, when, when I, before I heard about it, I never thought, do you know what? I really fancy a cold shower. I was like, no, I sod that. But when you, it's a bit like a bit like the vegan thing that when you know the benefits. And when you listen to what Wim Hof says, crazy as he is, I mean, the bloke's completely crackers, but I love him to bits. He's like such an inspiration. And it's like, I know this is good for me, so I'm just going to keep doing it. It may not, it, like with veganism, it, does, it doesn't feel massively different, but knowing the science is there behind it to back you up is like, well, I'm just going to go with it because if it does help, then... Yeah. I'll do what I yeah, can. Why not? Don't, don't drink, don't smoke, don't do drugs. Um, eat, eat healthy food and do cold showers. Just generally the most boring person you could possibly be. <laughs> so uh, that reminds me of a conversation I had yesterday. I went to uh, where did I go? Oh yeah, I went to uh, I went to Superdrug to top up on my um, my yearly uh, what bottle of small uh, yearly small bottle of shampoo. <laughs> um, but I noticed they've got a new range in because uh, Superdrug's great for us vegans because their own brand stuff is generally cruelty free and vegan. Oh. So any own brand stuff, you're generally good. Right. And they've got a new range for men. So they've got like eye cream and aftershave balm and uh, post shave balm and, and face moisturizer and all that stuff. So I picked up a few bits and bobs and uh, I was at the till and the, the store assistant was, you know, putting it through the till and, and she says, oh, have you got anything planned today? And I was like, oh, yeah, I've got a day off from work. I'm going to wash the car and do some washing and clean the bathroom. It's like, that is the most boring <laughs> middle-aged thing. <laughs> what a day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Yeah. What, what have we become, Wes? What have we become? We used to do things that we enjoyed. Hello. Can you imagine? Can you imagine doing stuff you enjoyed? It's amazing. Oh, don't. Someone said to me the other day, what things do you enjoy? I said, running with my vegan runners and doing the podcast with my brother-in-law. Oh, mate. That's really sweet. It's oh. true. I don't get to talk to anyone about vegan stuff. <laughs> it's no like one at work wants to know. The mental health group of facilitate the guys there that said, I mean, this is it's you could you could say it's a bit like an AA meeting, but we don't, you know, it's not. Hi, my name is Wes. I'm, I'm I've got a mental health problem. You know, it's just yeah. coming and we could we'll talk about 
holidays or we'll talk about we'll just talk about a subject but if you've got something you want to offload then go for it and the guys that come have all said individ- individually to me and in the group that they love Wednesday nights Aww. they really really love coming down they look forward to getting to Wednesday night coming down and just having just a chat whether it's offloading their shit from the week or just chatting about whatever they're like they love it and I'm like that's such a boast and I think that's that's, that's, really all, that's all that matters, isn't it? And yeah, I mean, I love doing this. I love it when we get we get time to do this, and just those it's those little bits of free conversation, isn't it? I guess. It's Absolutely. Having, it's, like yeah. say, we, we get we get to talk about veganism without any silly arguments or stupidity. We can just be. Obviously, we're both stupid. Well, I'm more stupid than you. <laughs> It's just a sliding but, scale. Don't worry. You're, you're no more stupid than anybody else. But yeah, you know, it's just, it's it's those places where you can, those places and people that you can talk freely about what you want to talk about. I'm a, I've become a massive advocate for that. Just, yeah. I really, you know, the, 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 the mates I've, I've started to get, get up here now. Um, again, only a handful of them, but I know that I can talk to them about absolutely anything. And I know it. I've, 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 I've tested the water with that. And I can, you know, I can, I can do that. And I, it's, so, it's so liberating to know you can do that. And that's, yes. the, that's the beauty of this. Of getting, there is there's hopefully a future guest that we will have that I'm sure if he's listening, he'll know what I'm saying. But he said, nobody wants to hear what I've got to say. And I was like, we do. We absolutely yep. do. Yeah, and I've asked a couple of people and they've said, who wants to hear what I want to say? And I say to them the same thing. Every guest I've asked said that. Yeah. Every guest has said, why why would anyone be interested in what I've got to say? But the whole point of it is that we've all got a story to tell. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's slightly similar to someone else's, you know, we've had that. We've had a couple of people that have, you know... Either long-term vegans, ancient vegans, as we like to say, <laughs> you know, or you know, there's similar crossovers throughout throughout a journey, or someone that's got something completely different. Who cares? It's because yeah. that's you know that's part of it. It's, it, it, it. Whoever, whatever guest we have on, that's your time. If, that's if, it. You, know, you can take you can take half an hour, or you can take two hours. But geez, you could take three out three or four hours if you want. We'll just keep doing what we do. That's what you want yeah, to do. I look forward to editing that. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you absolutely. It's your thing. <laughs> and 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 if someone hears that and just one bit of it they can relate to, yeah, then we've achieved, haven't we? Of course. Absolutely. And maybe one day we'll have someone on who said, I listened to the podcast and then I went vegan. Yeah. Yeah. That's the dream. Can you imagine? And next year we might be headlining vegan camp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not <laughs> not headlining. Maybe like mid afternoon. Just yeah, no, we'll be on. We'll get the six a.m. slot on the Saturday morning. <laughs> I will get the six a.m. slot Monday morning when everyone's done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do a live broadcast. I'll tell you what, we'll even do it for free. Yes. Yeah. About... You don't get much for free these days, do you? Nope. 
really looking forward to it. What about your kids? Are they looking forward to it? Not really. Um, Josh is just there. Do you want to come in, Josh? Oh, hello, Josh. What are you going to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. In you come. Josh, you're live on How I Vegan Podcast. Please do not swear. Hold on. <laughs> how are you? How, are you excited? Yes. What are you excited about the most? Yes. <laughs> just yes. Yes. What, the band Yes? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he's gone full, full on teenager there, is he? He has, yeah. Yeah, okay. He's already been on the podcast and he was very um, articulate on that. And now he's just not bothering. So, no. Thanks. He's turning to Kevin, Kevin the teenager right there. You just say yes to sign about it all. So, yeah, they are excited. Je- um, my youngest is very, very excited about camping. She loves the outdoors. She's very excited okay. about it. She knows my daughter's not going because they chat every day on the phone. She does, but it's but it's okay. Fine. Okay. And um, Josh is excited for because he's vegan, which is so he's excited yeah. about food. I'll answer his questions for you. He's excited about food. He's excited about earthing Ed um, and some yeah. of the other bits and bobs. And Jasmine's dreading it because she hates vegan oh. food and she doesn't like camping. And she's, she's, she's not seeing her friends that she sees around here. So she's going to be full on Kevin the teenager. Um, oh, no. We'll see. She can't, okay. she's got a choice. She can't come home. So, <laughs> no. Deal with it. Such a bad parent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, if it's terrible, she could come and stay here with um, my two. And, uh, and no. then. Maybe if it's that bad. Whack on the How I Vegan podcast. Yeah. She could uh, come and say, say that into the microphone, Josh. Um, if she gets bored, she could whack on the um, How I Vegan podcast. And exactly. Just, that will pick uh, her right up. Yeah. yeah should, you be at a, should you be at a vegan festival, one of probably the biggest vegan festivals in the world, and you find yourself bored, <laughs> why don't you listen to our podcast? Yes. <laughs> That's a good strap line. I will use that. <laughs> Would you, hey, hold on a minute. Does that mean she hasn't listened to it already? Of course she hasn't. Jeez. Oh, good grief. <laughs> what uh, what I've done with my two is um, while they've been out at school, I've put it on their um, gadgets so it gets the play count up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. I like that. <laughs> yeah, every little helps. Absolutely. Oh, I keep saying absolutely. We were, we were yes. talking about the other week. Are absolutely. we trying to get on? Are we trying to get on Absolute Vegan Radio or something like that? Oh, it sends me mad. Why do I do it? It's all right. I edit it out most times, so no one. Oh, knows. nice one. Like it. Good work. Yeah. Like I edit out your absolutely's and my fantastics. I've noticed that I say that a lot. <laughs> and um. <laughs> um. Uh, um. Me, me, and yours is um. Vegan. But yeah. And being the tent. Like, oh dear. I don't think Josh quite understands the meaning of a microphone. No, I, for someone who's such a good musician, he doesn't seem that au uh, fait with sort of how how it how the recording process works. <laughs> You're making Matthew's job harder. He's got to edit all this out. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's exciting stuff, and yeah, um, yeah. What, what more is there to say about it? Not a lot. Um, 
Well, well, I'll tell you what, there is a lot more to say about it and we'll say it in the next episode. We certainly will. But in the meantime, if you want to get in touch, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter. Yes, Twitter. Unnecessarily long pause then while I forgot about Twitter. <laughs> and uh, Wes, are you on email? I am on email. Um, all you would have to do if you wanted to send us a message via email is email us at um, how I vape, how I, oh, that was really sick. <laughs> how I, how I vegan podcast at gmail.com. Excellent. Excellent. Very good. How I vegan podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who'd have thought it? Exactly. Every, every time I go to say, I think I'm sure it must be longer than that. <laughs> So one thing I found out, this is topical, just before we sign off. One thing I found out this week is that a there, there may be a all-vegan men's singles final at Wimbledon this year. Ooh. Because uh, Novak Djokovic is a uh, known, uh, well-known vegan, or at least plant-based. I think we could we could say... Uh, we can confidently say plant-based but I found out this week as well Nick Kyrgios is it Kyrgios? I don't know I've never heard of him Nick Kyrgios is also vegan he's an Australian tennis player uh, I think something of a controversial figure is probably the the uh, easiest way of putting it but I found a quote from him from a couple of years ago and uh, this was in relation to there were loads of bushfires in Australia yes and, uh, yeah he said seeing the footage of these animals suffering with the fires only reinforces why I've chosen this diet when I see these terrible photos I can't comprehend eating meat so I mean he's called it a diet I think that probably a leans a bit more towards plant-based yep because as we know veganism is not a diet it's not a diet no it's, it's, not a, diet. it's, a, it's a lifestyle that's it my uh, my sister asked me a couple of weeks ago we went out for lunch and I asked for the vegan menu and she said what's the difference between plant-based and vegan and it that's exactly it isn't it plant-based is what you eat and vegan is a way of life yeah that's it that's yeah. the easiest way you can put the two, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I think maybe he's plant-based, but um, we'll take that. So, um, and uh, Rafa Nadal has pulled out of this semi-final with Kyrgios this, uh, this evening. So, that means that he's definitely in the final. Right. So he'll play Djokovic or somebody else. Brilliant. Um, so, maybe an all-vegan final. Very yeah. exciting. They eat a lot of bananas, don't they, as well? They're vegan. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that isn't vegan was listening, bananas are vegan. Um, yeah. Do you know, I read a thing a while ago. I meant to bring this up before. Not every supermarket item of fruit is vegan. Okay. Because sometimes they treat them with beeswax to make them shinier before they put them in the store. Brilliant. But how on earth would you find that out, which ones are and which ones are not? No. It doesn't say on the 
No, no. Well, if you're just in the supermarket and they're loose, it doesn't say ingredients or anything like that. It just says apples. Yeah. So if anyone can tell me how they find out whether their fruit is treated with beeswax or not, then uh, I'll be very happy to hear. Yeah. Not only would that be good, it would also be amazing if someone's listened to this point and thought, I'm going to message you <laughs> and say how it works. So <laughs> that's, that's not only a win-win, that's like a massive, humongous win. Yes, that's true. That's true. And something that's just popped in my head before we go, Seeing Josh there has reminded me that uh, if you've heard the uh, guitar theme tune that we've had on at the start of each episode since about episode five, that was composed and performed and recorded by Josh. Um, yeah. And so far for free, so um, even better. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, thanks, thanks, Josh, for that. That's uh, really outstanding. Well, I managed not to say fantastic, so that's that's even better. And I haven't said the other one yet on that either, so that's good. Mm -hmm.